0: Well, good morning. Why don't we uh, just start our time together with just a bit of prayer and uh, just be still and silent before the Lord, okay? Let's bow our heads. I would imagine some of you this morning got in the car, arrived here at the building and a bit of a hope that maybe you could connect with God. Maybe you've got something you want to share, something you want to say you're sorry for, that you're grateful for. Maybe somewhere you need his help. Just share that with him now. He is a mighty warrior. A sovereign king. The God of all gods the eternal one all powerful everywhere present and the bible says that he bends down on his knee to hear your prayer he bends down to listen what's on your lips what's in your heart God, it's so awesome that you would hear us. That you care. Lord, I don't know what was lifted up in this moment. You you know every single word, every single sentence, every single life. And Lord, I pray you would help our faith. It can be weak sometimes. I I pray somewhere here in the next couple of days this week that, that you'll help them to see That you heard them just now. That you love them. That you care. That what's on their heart is on your heart. It's in Jesus' name we ask this. Amen. Amen. Well, we have uh, come off of a a great week at youth camp. Our youth are right over here. We've had a great week, have we not? And... uh, They might be at only about half. There's half here and there's half home throwing up. We had that awesome, right? That awesome of a week. I did my throwing up Friday night, by the way. Friday night into Saturday. We came home filled with God and filled with a virus. So uh, it's spreading around through our youth department. But we've had a phenomenal week. We had a uh, couple hundred of us, I guess, youth and, and leaders and everything up there, and just a great time of worship and discipleship. Had a half dozen or so young people pray to receive Christ and follow Him in baptism. So it's been a been a great week. We're looking forward to the coming week. Wednesday, our our children's camp begins. So be in prayer for them. They had out Wednesday to Friday, Saturday, uh, on that camp, and we pray God will meet them there and do a great work in their lives, and as we look forward to next weekend, that is also the weekend that we're going to be partnering with Mount Olivet again. You know, we've been talking about this relationship, and uh, last May they were here, they led us in worship, and this coming week we're going to be down there in worship. Now, that has caused several questions. I've had people ask, are we canceling life group are we canceling church no of course we're not going to be canceling church we're doing everything we do here next sunday all of our services and life groups and it will be an awesome day because that's the only kind of sundays we have here at the heights right I mean, I'm biased, but I think every one of them is awesome. But uh, myself, our choir, and I would imagine some of our church will go down there and be a part. We want you to do that, to support that. But everything we do here will also be going on. And the message I'm going to preach down there next week, I'm also going to preach here at another Sunday in August. I'm not telling you which one, just in case you go down there next week and hear it. I I don't want you to know what Sunday to skip after that, okay? So, uh, but, but we're we're looking forward to that next week. You know what's interesting? What started that conversation with Mount Olivet? What started that relationship was the uh, the tragedy down in Charleston, which was, I, I hardly even remember the date of that now. I think it was a year ago in the spring. Uh, but it was after that that we started this conversation with Mount Olivet and some things that are coming to fruition now. But I, I think about what happened down in Charleston uh, when that man walked into that that African American church and shot all those people, and you know, I just think about where we are this summer. Gosh, it seemed like such a horrible event. It was a horrible event, and yet it just continues to get worse and worse. I mean, we've had we've had quite a summer here, haven't we? You know, it started off with Orlando, which that almost seems like a year ago now. With all the things we've had happen. Uh, but we had that, that terrorist attack uh, in Orlando against that, that community. And uh, then we ended up with the killings, the death of Alton and Philando. And then that rolled into the assassinations in Dallas. And then there was a, a Baton Rouge. And I, and I, I haven't kind of kept up with the story. But I guess now there's a, a San Diego to add to the list. I mean, it, it, it's been rough watching all this. And and while that's close to home and and it weighs heavy on our hearts, I I think probably some of us right along with that are are concerned about what's going on in France, what's going on in in Turkey, and how can that affect us here in America. And of course, all those things I've just mentioned, that's just the headlines. That's just the big news events. I, I would imagine there's some in here today. Gosh, I hope it's very few that for what's going on in your own personal life this summer, what's going on in your family is is so heavy, you're not even keeping up with the news. You could care less about what's going on in the news. What, what what you're dealing with in your own life is more than you can carry. I know we've had several in our church family that have gone through deaths this summer, and maybe it's something that nobody else knows about, but that that can get so heavy and you know, I don't think I'm being overly dramatic to say that I think for a lot of us, this summer that we've come through is, is almost incomparable to any other summer we might remember. Maybe on a personal level, certainly on a national level. And it leaves us asking, it leaves us wondering, what, what can we do? I've heard that question a lot this summer. What, what can I do? What, what is our church going to do? I mean, and, and I hear the question, there's almost this agonizing sense of frustration as we, as we sit in front of the TV and we just watch one tragedy after another unfold. Man, what can I do? I, I want to do more than just sit here and watch it. What, what can I do to, to make a difference? I don't know if you remember a couple of Sundays ago, I don't three or four Sundays ago, it was after the week where Alton and Philando were killed and, and then the Dallas... Uh, event. A- after that week, I-, I stood up here that Sunday. You remember I challenged us. I said, hey, what, what if we were to all go out and bless a cop and bless somebody of another race? What, whatever race you are, bless somebody of, a, of another race. And I, I think a day or two after that, I, I followed up on Facebook with that I'm, I'm praying for a thousand acts of kindness to, to the police community and to those of another race. And it was awesome to, to see our, your response to that. A lot of things that I heard, number of things I saw on Facebook, pictures of, of things that were happening. I mean, there was no clicker. I couldn't measure whether a thousand things happened or not, but it was just awesome to see you go out and be the community of God, I mean, to be the people of God in our community. I mean, so many things were were done that week now, whenever we're trying, whenever we're attempting to do something, sooner or later we're going to ask did it, did it make a difference I mean we, we went out around our community, did all that did it did it make a difference? Well, you know, on one hand, I could probably say, Well, you know, in the living rooms in the homes of Alton and Falando's family, I guess it probably didn't make any difference there, probably. Didn't make any difference for those Dallas families. As a matter of fact, we might even say, well, did it make a difference right here in our community where I did that act? Did, did it make a difference right here? You know, sometimes that can be hard to measure. Sometimes you man, look at the difference it made and we can, we can point right to it. And sometimes we, we can't always see what difference it made. Or sometimes we're kind of sure it didn't make any difference at all. Have you ever tried to do something good and been sorry you did it? Because of their response, I have. I, I'm glad you haven't experienced that. <laughs> you know, but you try to do something right, you try to do something good, you see their response and I'm sorry I even did it now. You know, h- how do we measure if a difference was made, if, if good was done? Well, folks, there is good news here. A difference is made. And I, and I can promise you that a difference is made. And the reason I can promise that is because God promises that a difference is made in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 says therefore my beloved brothers be steadfast be immovable man we're not gonna back up we're not gonna quit we are gonna move forward always abounding i i I like those two words always abounding that challenge me challenges me with this a good deed probably shouldn't be singular you know, if it's my good deed for the year, that's not always abounding, is it? As a matter of fact, I think those two words even challenge the idea of my good deed for the day. Man, if I get a chance, by 8.30 in the morning, I've done a good thing. Can, can I check it? Okay, I'm good. I'm not responsible for doing any more good today. No, I mean, folks, always abounding, that means this is, this is who we are. This is what we are. Every day, all day, we're looking for every opportunity we can to be good and to do good and look at the motivation we have. We don't ever have to worry that it zeroes out. We don't ever have to worry that it means nothing. Now, with my eyes, I might look at something and say, I'm not sure that made any difference at all. With my eyes, I might look at a response and say, I wish I hadn't even done that. But I still have the promise of God it's never a zero. What you do in the Lord, the good you do, it always counts. And so it's kind of in that same vein that God says, so don't quit. Don't quit. Don't don't grow weary in doing good. You know why it says that? Because we do grow weary. Because we do get tired. Because we do wonder if it's making a difference. Because we do wonder if we're the only ones pitching in. If we're the only ones trying. We, we, we do wonder if it's making a difference. So we, we get tired. And you, 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 I, What's the point? Okay, that question, what's the point? That's where God says, no, 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 no. Don't, don't grow weary. I, I know what you're seeing. I know what you're feeling and experiencing. But listen, I promise you there's a season. I, I promise you there is a harvest. So don't quit. You know, folks, wh- what if that good deed you did, and, and I'm, I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm being a little overly dramatic now. This is meant for effect. But but what if that smile, that that place where you let somebody come in line that that that, that place where you opened the door that that place where you bought a cup of coffee what if that person you went over and you helped you saw they couldn't pick it up it was a friend it was a stranger you went over and you helped pick it what if in that moment you did that for somebody that was about to give up that was about to blow up now you know what truth is that's probably rarely the case I I doubt, I just, I doubt there's very rarely a moment where I did something for somebody and boy, if I hadn't, it would have been on the news that night. That's probably, what, one out of a thousand? But boy, for that one, that one little act of kindness might change something for an individual, a family, it might keep something from happening in in an entire community. See, I think you and I have that kind of promise, that kind of motivation when we're, when we're committed to doing good and to being the good that God wants us to be. Folks, listen, think about, think about what we've looked at, what we've studied this summer. We've looked at Satan. We know he's real. We know he's moving. He's working. He inspires murder. That's what the New Testament, he's a murderer. He inspires that. He inspires anger. He he inspires hatred. He he inspires this, this feeling of helplessness. It's he that does that. But here's the good news that we have. Wherever he's striking, wherever he's moving, God has promised, I'm not letting him move, work, strike in any way that I can't use for good. Okay, so it's in that knowledge It's in that faith that you and I might literally pray, God, bring me in contact with the one out of a thousand. Bring me in contact today, this week, with that person about to blow up, about to give up. Let me be the one. And I'll just be good to everybody I can because I don't know who the one is. God promises us it makes a difference. So we move out, folks, to be good and to do good. And, hey, here's the good news. You and I aren't doing this to work our way into heaven. You know, I mean, you know, do good. That's such a religious message, right? That's such a church. Hey, let's be good people and let's, let's do good things. And a lot of times in a lot of religiosity, we're being challenged to do that because, you know, God's angry. Now, you know, we, we need to work our way into heaven. We we need to be good enough for God. Gosh, what if it took what if it took five hundred good acts to get into heaven? And you died on number four ninety eight. Oh my gosh, you're, you're kidding! I'm too short. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the insecurity that being good enough is always going to leave you with, and that's not what God leaves us with. So to take care of the four ninety eight, the two, the four ninety three. Jesus just comes and takes care of all of it for us. He he is our good. So when you and I move out there to do good, it's not making angry God happy. It's not trying to work our way. Man, we're seeking to be good because God is good. We're seeking to be good because a great good has been done for us by Jesus on the cross. That's just one act of God's goodness. And we seek to be good because it's our opportunity to move into the community To move into the world around us and let them see God. You know, that's the real focus of doing good and being good. It's that they might see good. God, that's what Jesus challenged his disciples with. That's you and me. He said, listen, let your light shine in such a way. Okay, in such a way. That means I need to be thinking about what's my goal? What's my motive? What are people seeing? What do I want them to see? But Jesus says, let your light shine in such a way that when they see your good works... They praise God in heaven. Now this is a, this is a really interesting dynamic here. They see me, but they applaud God. They watch me be good to them, do an act of good in their lives, but they end up applauding God. And folks, that applause for God is what changes an individual. It's what changes as a family. It's what can change a community. It's what can change the community next to us. It's what can change an entire nation. It's when God gets applauded. When God is the purpose and the result of the good we do. You know what, folks? America is not for a lack of people who do good. You know... We're we're seeing so much on the and listen what what's news is bad news right, and we watch the news and it tends to shape the way we think about ourselves and the way we think about our nation. I might be crazy, I might be wrong, but I really think that a lot of America is really pretty good. I really think that a lot of America does want to help their neighbor. I think a lot of America does want to give a helping hand. I think a lot of America doesn't want you know, us to be this way. But what what gets captured on the news is the 1%, the, the 5%. And I think a lot of people are really good and a lot of people are trying to do good. But if it stops with just doing good, listen, good is good. How's that for a radical statement? Good is good. Hey, bringing a smile to somebody's face, taking a little bit of weight off the shoulders, that's always good. But if that's the end, then at the very best... That good is temporary. At the very worst, it might be completely ineffective. America's not for a lack of people doing good. America's for a lack of people seeing God in the good that is being done. They need to see God. And I really believe, you know, there's so many things. I mean, in our culture today, man, the church... That's a negative word in our church, but do you, in our community. But do you realize the church, a lot of times, is my best avenue for doing that good? Now, I'm not, hey, listen, if you've got individual opportunities, and most of the times we walk around as an individual, don't we? But when we're out there and we're helping and we're doing that good, that's fine and good. But when I get a chance to be a part of the church, guess what happens? When I'm doing good with the church, my face kind of gets lost in it when i 'm doing good in and through the church, my name gets lost in it, and all that ends up getting seen is the church, therefore god and that's the change that brings or that's the good that brings a result. you know a couple of, of years ago I, I say a couple of six, seven, maybe even eight years ago, we kind of and put a focus on doing good in our community. And we called it Krestos. Now, here's the reason we called it Krestos. And here's the reason behind why I say, if they don't see God, it doesn't matter. Ah, that might be an overstatement. But let me say it anyway. It doesn't matter what good we do. If they don't see God, it doesn't matter what good w- we do. Romans 2.4 says this. By God's kindness, they'll come to repentance. Okay? What's repentance? It means Change. Turning from what hurts, turning from what's wrong, turning from what's broken, turning to the life-giving God. Okay, that's what brings change to a person. And and, and, and so we said, hey, listen, what if we really worked at being God's kindness, at showing God's kindness, at living God's kindness in our community? That's what's going to bring repentance, big fancy word that just means change, a change from what is to a change to what can be in God. And, and so we set out to, hey, we're, we're, this is what we want to do. And that word kindness in the Greek language is krestos. So we thought it was kind of creative and cool. Let's call it our krestos ministries. And, and so we began putting a focus on let's go out into our community, do good and be good. We'll call it our, our krestos. And we, we brought to you krestos events that were huge You know, it's once a year, the whole church coming together to go out into our community. And I mean, one year we went to schools. We did a lot of work leading up to that Saturday, but we worked with schools. What do you want us to do? What can we do? And we had all that prepared and we went out one Saturday, went to 25 different schools. Now, some of the schools we went to, we dropped off 10 people in 30 minutes. We were done. There were some other schools we went to. We dropped off 70 people and eight hours later we weren't about, we were about halfway finished. You know, but we went, I mean, folks, in that moment, we saved thousands and thousands of man hours and probably tens of thousands of dollars for our, our local school districts and communities. And it was fun. It was awesome. We had a good time together. There was another time we went to, to uh, Pocahontas State Park. I would say that one probably didn't have quite the warm, fuzzy feel to it because you didn't really feel like you were helping a person. I mean, you're really, when you're doing good, you want to help somebody in need, Right. And that one didn't really have that feel. But I want to tell you something. That was an important thing we did that day. And we need to think about those kinds of things periodically. Because what happens? We go out there. We're helping our community. We went out there that day, I think, with three or four hundred people. Obviously we had we had worked with uh, Pocahontas and said, Hey, what could we do if we brought out this many people? And we went out there and, and did that. But what if, and they're just kind of imagining here, what if a volunteer or or let's say somebody that works at, at the state park there is has a friend and, and that works for Chesterfield County uh, school district and they're sitting down and they're having lunch and, and the guy at Pocahontas says, Hey, you wouldn't believe this church came out. Oh, really? We had a church come to our school. What's the church? You see what happens, folks? All of a sudden, you might have two people say, gosh, what would this community be like without the Heights? Boy, do we need that church. Can you imagine a community saying that? Especially in light of what most communities are saying about the church today. And yet, don't we have a responsibility to try to create that opportunity? And when I say the Heights, folks, I want this for every church. I want this for every church in our community, every church around our country. I'm just in the heights. You're in the heights, so we'll use the word the heights, okay? But shouldn't we work for an opportunity, create an opportunity where people would actually be having a conversation saying, what would our community be like without the heights? They're so grateful for us. I I think that's the challenge that, that God has given to us. And so that's what we set out to do. And because that's what we set out to do, we've got to promote it so we have these big church-wide events once a year. We have smaller events that happen all year long. We have 30 or 40 people from our church uh, that third Saturday of every month, every single month, month in, month out, they go down to Ettrick and they, they feed the hungry. And it's not just feeding them like a plate of food for that day. They're giving them a, a grocery basket uh full of groceries and not not just canned goods. Man, they're getting meats, they're getting vegetables, the perishables, all that stuff. And you know, that's not our ministry. See, we're not we're not just doing things that draw attention to the heights and, hey, what makes us look good? That's another ministry that does that. We just bring some Calvary. <laughs> we just bring some manpower. How can we come? Hey, this is something good for our community. We want to be a part of doing that good. And we just send some manpower down to help that ministry happen each month. You know, or we got, we've got a life group class. They go as a class right down the road here, down Harrogate. There's a, a, an apartment complex down here. I think it's across from Carver. And uh, they go down there week in, week out. They tutor kids in school. They, they, they throw parties, Christmas parties. They do, they do a wide variety of things just to help that community live. Just to help the people in that apartment complex kind of survive and, and deal with the issues that they're, they're doing. And so, see, we got all these kinds of events going on, which means we need to promote them so you know how to get involved, right? And so we run stuff on the screen that says, come be a part of this crestos event, or we put things in the bulletin. But we realize, because you hired a brilliant staff, right? We, we, that would be the place where you say yes. Okay, can't get a yes out of that. All right, so we realize, hey, when we're saying crestos, that's not actually a word, is it? And since we explained that eight years ago, if we don't explain it every time we use it, you've got a growing audience over the years to where maybe now more than half the audience crests Does does this church, they hand out toothpaste? What is that? You know, what? we're using a word that's not a word. We're using a word. So we we came up with the brilliant idea. Hey, maybe we're in, t- maybe we're due for a name change. Maybe we're due for a name that kind of stands on its own and communicates what this event is about. And so drum roll, please. We came up with Love 804. You, you said, okay, yeah. All right. A little bit of a golf clap. Shh, I'm putting for a million dollars. Yeah, Love 804 is, is, you see it on the front of your bulletin, you saw the video about her. Now, nothing's changing about what we're doing. We're, we're just giving a new change to the, to the name. Now, you know, when I say Love 804, I want you to know something. If you've been around our church for very long, you know we're about the world. And the reason we're about the world is because Jesus told us, as a matter of fact, it was the last thing he told us before he ascended into heaven, you better be about going to get the entire planet, right? Yes, okay, praise God. All right, so we're about the world. You know, if you've been around here just the last six or seven weeks, just the last six or seven weeks, we've had a team come home from Nicaragua, we've had a team come home from Ukraine. We have an equal concern for our nation. We've had a team uh, come home from Boston, Massachusetts. We've had a team come home from Winchester, Virginia. That's what we are about here at the Heights, going to our state, going to our nation, going to the world. We wanna be a church family that has a heart, a passion for the whole world. And you know what we did out there in the world? Man, we fed the hungry. We shared the gospel. We built homes. You know, in a lot of those things what we did, We came alongside the local church, the the church in that community, the church in that place. And we just helped them to be the church for their community, to to show that community God's kindness and God's goodness. So we we are all about that. We're going to keep being all about that. We want you to have a heart for that. But listen, you can't have a heart for the world and not have a heart for your own community. You know, if if you guys, you know, you get all up into this heart for the world thing and, and you go on one of our mission trips and you come back in the same year, you go on one of our trips to the, you know, somewhere in the United States or somewhere in Virginia. You know that, what does that mean? That means two weeks you're out there living that heart for the world, that heart for the nation. But 50 weeks a year, we, we follow Christ in the 804, Right. 50 years, 50 weeks a year, we, we try to learn about Christ and love Christ and grow in Christ in the 804. 50 weeks a year, we're we're serving the Lord in the, in the 804. So there's no way I can say my heart is for two weeks of the year and I got a heart for nothing the other 50. No, a heart for the world has a heart for its own community. And, and that's what the love 804 is about. It's having a heart for our community. Desperately wanting them... Not to believe like I believe and do the things that make me feel comfortable and good. No, a heart for our community where they would see and experience God's kindness. And it would bring the help and the hope and the healing that they need in their own lives. And, th- and so we're going to love 804. And we're going to do it the same way we've been doing it for years. We're going to we're going to bring you these church-wide events. We're going to bring you these smaller events. As a matter of fact, church-wide, we have one of those coming up soon. I'm going to ask uh, Wes Rose, our missions pastor, to uh, make his way up here to share a little bit about this with Wes. As I said, is our mission pastor. He has responsibility of almost. Uh, We we they were, they were on you, we, they're, they're we found the service that likes you, Wes. Yeah, you, the other two, I say, Wes, it was crickets. Nothing, nothing. Not, well, there weren't even crickets that liked you in the other services. No, I think. Okay, you know what, folks? Nicaragua, Ukraine, Winchester, Ettrick. I mean, the, all these things are under his ministry. This guy's got a lot. On his plate, and uh, he organizes uh, a lot, of, especially the big events that we do. And uh, would you in, in, this love eight oh four? I would love to take credit for that, but I'm standing next to the guy who actually came up with love eight oh four. And uh, Wes, said, yeah, again, the love, the love. I love you know it. what? You that lo- that you were asking for it right there. You were saying, "Give me some love." Yeah. Like, the other time was spontaneous. So, yes. okay, anyway, Wes, tell them what you were, when, you come, when we come up with that title, that name, Love 804, what, what were okay. you thinking, what was going through your mind that you said that's it?
1: Um, I, well, I can tell you, there's, there's a long story, and I'm not going to tell the whole long story, uh, but there were a couple snapshots, just some different instances that I had experienced or had conversations with that led to it. One was the uh, working up with the, at the bike race with the, with the uh, orange Hope shirts. Met a group of of ladies from Mount Gilead, and I thought, man, there's some of my people over here, doing something for Christ. You know, doing something good over for the community. Because you had the same shirts on. they had right? the same shirts on. Yeah. The other one, uh, believe it or not, was a was a conversation that a friend of mine had with the Pope about a month ago. Yeah, that happens all, all the time. Yeah, you know, he had a sit down meeting with the Pope over here. But those are a couple instances, and I, and if we get a chance to get off, you know, off to the side, I can go through and everything and, and tell you because there's a lot more to the story. But basically. I want to see our church, and I want to see the Christians in this community right here go in and showing Christ's love ongoing. It's just part of who we are. Yeah. It's, it's part, it's, it's not, it, this is this, we've got a great event coming up over here, but it becomes part of what we do every day following up from your sermon where you're doing acts of kindness. Yeah. It, it's everything we're doing.
0: Okay. Now, now more specific, we yeah. do actually have one of these big church-wide events coming up. T- tell us about that. Okay.
1: The, um, you know, we, we talked mentioned just a minute ago about working at Pocahontas and working the bike race last year. Uh, this year we're going back into our communities. I've got about a dozen schools, I've got probably more of those individual homes we're going in, some ministries we're working with, and
0: that are local partners. Of tell, ours. tell us about the individual homes, these are just okay. people whose housing yeah. situation is a little bit difficult.
1: There's, a, there's a, it's a group of ministry called Project Homes, and they people that are in need in our community over here that are, that are vetted and their are legitimate needs over here, they're given, um, they'll be able to put on a list over here. We have people that go out and do an assessment on their homes, I guess very similar to you would have with uh, some of these other groups that goes out and builds mm-hmm. homes and things like that. And uh, we're going to go in and actually go in there and do the repairs on the homes. Some of these are widows, some of these are elderly, uh, some of these are working on trailers, it's whatever it is. But we're going to be working, uh, kind of partnering with Project Homes to go into a bunch of these homes.
0: Okay, so schools, homes. Yeah, we've
1: got small. We, right now, we have 38 trips. I mean, 38 different projects that I have on the books. A couple for of for one Saturday. For one Saturday, 38. That, I, have that promised, awesome? I have Our promised them. Our church the world is going to be in to,
0: 38 places in one day, uh, serving and helping. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, I got excited. Some
1: of some of these are big. Some of these some of these are, are, are four or five people. Other these are 50 or 60 people. I've got a couple of people that want help, but I have not committed to them yet. But I've got probably work for probably 450 people. Uh, and I've got another, uh, definitely a couple more that would put us well over 500.
0: Okay, so we need, we need a lot. We need a lot. In of other money. words, they can't sit here and say, somebody will take care of this. Or, or, or they can't say, oh, there's, there's probably not enough work if I show up. There, there, you've got something for everybody, right? We've,
1: we've got we've got a system to move people around. I've committed to this, so if it doesn't happen, you know I'm painting trailers and I'm moving mulch for the next three months over here. Uh, so it's, <laughs> we'll it's, be praying for you. Yeah, it's got to. Hey,
0: speaking of, speaking of prayer, tell them about what.
1: Yeah. this is new. This is this, new. this is new because when you when you talk about people going out and doing minor uh, construction jobs or doing landscaping, and people are going out there looking at their app and they're saying, "Man, it's 110 out there." <laughs> Some people say, you know, I would love to do that, but not this year. Um, we are going to add a component to this called the prayer component. And it is a guided prayer component that would that I have the listing of the courthouses in our area. And I've got a guided prayer that you would go and actually take a group to go to the steps of that courthouse. And you're praying for our administration, our government officials, those who are making decisions in our community that affect us. And also there's another one that's hitting a lot of the schools in our area. So you're going to go and pray for the administrators, the teachers, uh, the students that are there, the Christians that are there, the people that have influence in our, some of the biggest influences in our community, we're going through and we're not going to just skip over. We're going to be praying for those. And so if you can do the physical labor or you can you want to pray and be one of these prayer teams and you have not sign up through Life Group, I'll go ahead and transition right into that. There's a table out there that has cards in there. We've got to get your name. We've got to get your contact information and let us know whether you want to be part of you know, one of, the, one of the working teams or one of the praying teams because we want to send teams out to go through there and actually bathe this whole area in prayer that will start
0: on the 20th. Yeah, But we're hoping that becomes part of their every a- August weekly. 20th. August 20th. That's when it is. So that's three Saturdays from now. And and knowing, I, I know, it's, I, I don't want to commit until I know for sure what I'm doing that week. And, and <laughs> But if, if we don't know, then what we're, as a matter of fact, you said it, there's a big project on Jeff Davis that has asked for help that would take probably 75 people. If we don't know people are coming, what we're going to do is we're just say no to that project. And, and so we don't have a chance to do that. There That's beyond the 38. That's beyond uh, the 38. But it, 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 it helps to know people are coming. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't know if I should say this or not. It, 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 I'd rather, is it okay to say if they don't show up? Yeah, no, you never mind. You. No, you no go ahead. I, I'd rather you sign up and not show up then not sign up and then show up. Because if, if you show up, then we, we've said no to places because we didn't know we were going to have the people. So we really, we need to know. They can sign up today. I'm sure they can sign up next Sunday too. Will there they be can, a chance?
1: They'll be signing up, especially through all the life groups. We'll have cards out even after this Sunday um, at the information desk right there. If you just ask for a card over there, sign up, I'll get it. What I want to do is I'm putting everybody on Teams because all these things have gone through the life groups for the last two or three weeks, probably the last four weeks, And so I have teams there. I'm making the matches up, finalizing those things the next couple days on Wednesday night up in the youth center. I'm going to be giving out the projects to all the life groups. So if you're a life group coordinator, you definitely want to be there, people on there. You're going to get the opportunity to see where you're going to be working and ask questions. We've got some group from Project Homes. We've got our, our big contact from out in Prince George is going to be here. So we're going to be able to answer those questions as you can start rallying your troops over here. And uh, anybody who signs up, we're going to try to put you into a group that's probably age appropriate or whatever, if you, you know, to, so that you can actually work alongside people that you're your peers or whatever. <laughs> Is that, that, I, it sounds
0: like you're saying so you can work alongside people you like.
1: Well, <laughs> it, may, it may get like that. That works. That I, works. I should have said this in every every one of the uh, services. So I'm not
0: going to be hooked up with a four-year-old. You're not going to be. You may okay. be watching one of here. <laughs> okay. All right, no. y'all thank Wes and see him. That, that desk is right outside there. He can answer questions about, uh, and there goes Jennifer who will be helping him out there. She's waving. So folks, think of that, 38 places in one day. And, and we've got, I say one goal, we wanna help people. We wanna help people who are getting bombarded with bad think about some good. We wanna help people. But folks, our real goal, when the sun sets August 20th, our community is applauding God. When the sun sets August 20th, our community is applauding God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may it be so. God, give us a right motivation, a right heart, not, not just to do something, but, but to do something with you as the purpose, with you as the result. God, give us a heart and a mind to see what's going on all around us with people, strangers, friends, to see what's going on in our community and look for places every day, all day where we can be a help. Lord, help us be committed in that to come alongside the church, to be a part of our church family in doing good so that nobody misses it. And that when it's all over, They're giving you praise and they're giving you thanks. We ask for your help in this. We ask your blessing on that day. In Jesus' name, amen.